Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast. It is your host, Natalie Abbott, and we have one last episode with Ellie Holcomb, who is here with us. She is a singer-songwriter. She has also written a couple of books, um, and we are just so blessed to have her. If you haven't listened to our other two episodes with her, you just got to go back and listen to them because it's so good. It is just so good. Uh Um, She has just done a fabulous job of just kind of really highlighting the message of the gospel for us and how it is beautiful and lovely and it gives uh, joy to our hearts. So we are so glad to have you back, Ellie. Welcome back. Absolutely. It's a joy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, we've got one more time to talk about our verse, which is light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones. It's Proverbs 1530. And I'm hoping some of our people out there listening have it all the way memorized at this point. And they're like, you don't even have to say it. I know. I know what it is. But we've been talking a lot about the good news, this message that we've been entrusted with. Um, Last time we talked a little bit about how we even have a tendency sometimes to ignore it or to forget it. But it just it just is the essence of 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 what we believe as Christians. It is our joy. It is our food. It is our life. And so I just wonder, you know, you you shared just a little bit in our first episode about growing up in a Christian home. But do you remember like what the first time that that message just was like, I want that. That is that is it for me. That sounds so good Mm. that it brought joy to your heart. Yeah, I uh, I that happened at a really young age for me, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah, um, I you know heard it from my mom. I heard it from my dad, and I remember I was in first grade. I went to a little like Christian school, and my teacher Dean Logan didn't call her Dean Logan back then, but, <laughs> uh, Miss Logan. Uh, I was uh, the friend of the week, and she had this pink like clawfoot bathtub full of stuffed animals. So if it was your friend of the week, you got to sit in that bathtub for the whole week of school. What? It was amazing. Yes, it was that early on year. I know. I was a September birthday. And so I was sitting in that tub and she was just talking about the gospel message. And I don't know if I remember exactly what story or what scripture, but I just remember her saying that Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart and he wants to live in your heart and be with you for all of your moments. And I just remember being like, that sounds like the best thing ever. And I remember thinking as a kid, I was like, I am also in the best place ever. And I am going to say <laughs> yes to this in this pink bathtub full of stuffed animals. Uh, oh my gosh, like, that is the best salvation is story I've ever heard in my life. It is I hilarious. I'm like, yep, pink bathtub. That's why uh-huh. I'm with the Lord. Um, it sounds hilarious, but it was. Um, mm. And then, you know, obviously we're all on a journey after that mm-hmm. of, of, I think of that uh, quote from Chronicles of Narnia, but that it's deeper in and higher up. And I just, mm. I am so grateful for the ways that he's continued to draw me deeper in and higher up into this beautiful mm-hmm. message of light. We get to be the light mm-hmm. people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and carry this message. I think of the um, verse in the, in the, when God's talking about all the armor, like, yeah. and like put on the armor of God. And then we get to be the people whose feet 
are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And I just, yeah. I, I love the idea that we're like putting on our shoes and it's like peace laces, <laughs> you know, it just is like, oh my yes. goodness, we get to be the hope people and, and share mm -hmm. this hope that we have with our own weary hearts when we forget within our homes. Um, and then within, you know, the people, our neighbors and the people around us. And, mm. um, I love that idea that we are, we're the light bearers. We get to carry this, like, mm. it's like the, uh, Sally Lloyd Jones. Are you familiar with her? Where yeah, yeah. Jesus storybook Bible. Mm -hmm. It's like the most wonderful. She says, it's like the most wonderful of fairy tales that has come true in real life. <laughs> well, I think, I think, um, CS Lewis also says something about how, um, heaven is a place where all of the the bad things become untrue. Ooh, that's exactly right. I love I'm that like, so yes. much. Yes, Every it bad is. thing comes untrue. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah. Well, so here's a question for you because like we can talk about this and we can be like, yes, it is the light and it's the joy and it's you know, the thing that I want to talk about all the time. But have you ever struggled with feeling like awkward about it or ashamed a little bit or like, oh, I can't talk to that person about it. They would never want to hear it. Like, sure. I think that's a normal thing that we have. Um, but what do you do when you feel that way? Yeah, I think um, it's a great, it's a great question. I have spent a lot of time with the ministry of Young Life. Um, I love Young Life. It is so wonderful. And I learned so much. Um because I grew up in a fairly like, I just, I don't even know that I knew anyone who wasn't a Christian. I grew up in the South. Um, mm. I grew up in a, a like a private Christian school. And so I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. Like evangelism. I'm like, I don't know what that even means. Who am I, I going to talk to? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> do we need to go on a mission trip? And definitely like experience that. So grateful for that. I'll, learned way much more about myself probably than I even did anything for anyone else. But, mm. um, I love young life and they, they do such a good job. I mean, if you don't know what young life is, it's a parachurch organization that believes every kid everywhere, um, should have a chance to hear about the gospel story in a way that they can understand mm -hmm. um, and have a chance to respond to that. There's no, there's not a lot of pressure in that ministry, but they do just want to say, come follow me as I follow Jesus. And so I think for me, um, not having a lot of experience growing up because I was in this like very churched, you know, Christian world, it was mm. so beautiful to learn about how to share this message of light from this beautiful mm. ministry um, that is really embodies, it's in the embodied gospel uh, to me. Yeah. It is people, these young life leaders, they train young life leaders to just show up and love kids, to know their mm -hmm. names, to come to their soccer games, to cheer for them, to encourage them, to bring donuts. They party, they have fun. <laughs> it is, uh, and uh, not party like, you know, in the traditional sense, but it is, it is, they live and embody that life to the full. There's a poet mm -hmm. that I love that says, um, God wants to see more more light and playfulness in your eyes because that is our greatest witness to him. And sometimes I think it's like, I have to share this gospel message. And really <laughs> I think what that can look like when you're feeling awkward about that is showing up and living, like loving well. That is, this is how you will know, they will know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. And so mm. it's like, love God, love your neighbor. 
that's really beautiful. And I'm like, what does that look like? Make cookies, be kind, <laughs> all the trash, you know? And, and I, and obviously there is a time and a place for sharing the message of hope. And I remember feeling awkward sometimes with kids who didn't know the Lord, because mm-hmm. most of the kids who come to that camp, they want the craziest kids that would never yes. walk through the doors of the church <laughs> to come to a young life camp. There's a smoking pit. It's like, come as you are like for kids who are older, which sounds crazy, but it's like, no, this message, God didn't come to save the holy he came to save the sinners like this is mm. this is like we're come as you are and know that you hear this story about how god loves you and they do a great job of sharing that story both embodied in relationship and from the front and the message they don't just it's not just all fun and games but it is such a beautiful demonstration to me of how to live out that message love people show up love your neighbor ask god what that looks like what an adventure who do you want me to love today who do you want me to show (laughs) up for today um in an embodied way and then i think for me when i would have hesitation to share that message with other people um i often would at my friend eve sarah was just like i was like i don't know how to i don't know like share this message she was like i think a lot of times most people especially if they're walking through something hard or sharing something hard about their story all it, you just ask if you can pray for them. And, and she was like, I think most people, um, I don't know, are like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they may not believe or come from that place, Mm -hmm. um, to, to know that you're carrying them. I mean, i sometimes say, Hey, can I just hold you up to the light? (laughs) And, um, and, and sometimes I say that verbally and sometimes I just do that you know, and they don't even know. I do that from stage all the time where, where I'm Mm. singing songs. And, um, I know I learned from a friend of mine, you know, sometimes people aren't listening or not paying attention. And I learned from a friend of mine, it's actually not about me. Maybe I'm in that room to just pray and hold people up to light because they've never been prayed for before. And so I just, I think that there are, are, um, I don't know. Those have been some beautiful ways of when I'm like, Oh, I don't know. It's like probably loving someone is never going to be a bad decision. (laughs) (laughs) And then asking if you can pray for them um, is also like, generally she was like, no, they may say no and you can do it anyway, not with them. But usually I think people feel okay. And so bringing somebody into the light of, of God and asking for him, for them to understand how much he loves him, usually goes over okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, one thing I remember someone, actually I've had a couple people tell me this before when talking about like sharing your faith, they felt like, well, I'm just a new Christian or I don't know very much. Like how could I share mm. something I don't even really know? Like what would yeah. you say to somebody who just feels like ill-equipped, you know? I have felt that way so often. And um, I think for me, and I'm in a lot of areas that are not, I'm in a lot of areas that are church, but in my husband's band, we're in a lot of places that uh, are bars and clubs and, you know, not Mm -hmm. people who may be people who profess faith at all. Um, But I think if you feel ill-equipped to like share the gospel story or whatever, we are wired for story. 
And so I think if you can just share your own story, it's really a beautiful way to share the gospel story. If you could share your own story about how God has moved in your life, how he's brought, there's a beautiful thing that they do at Young Life called cardboard testimony, where you write on a piece of cardboard in like, you know, four or five words, what your life was like before you knew God, before you encountered the love of God. And then flip it over to write what your life is like you know, knowing God's love and, and receiving that and opening the door of your heart to let him in. And so I think, um, that's a helpful tool because, because somebody can argue all day, maybe theologically or whatever, but what you really can't argue with is a changed heart and a changed life. And Mm -hmm. just say, this is my story. This is what I've seen. And I think we, you, we can know our story. And if you, and I even had somebody help me just say, write down your story. Like try to write your cardboard testimony, take out a little note card, an index card and say, this is what my life was like before God. This is what it's like after telling Mm -hmm. that story, even in 12 words, whatever, two sentences um, is I think a really beautiful place to start of how to share Mm -hmm. the gospel story to say, this has been my experience. And I don't think anybody could argue with that, you know, to say, and then, and then carry that story on with carrying other people who you encounter to the light and whether they're there or not there uh, mm-hmm. to share your own story of the gospel being powerful in your life is a good starting place. <laughs> I love that, Ellie. I love the idea of um, the cardboard testimony and and prayer like that. Those both seem like very doable things for oh, yeah. anybody to do, to Ooh. just be like, you know what? I, I know how to pray. And I know my story, yeah. so I can do those. I can just say a little prayer for you. In fact, that's a song my, my daughter's been singing a lot lately. Um, but we can do that, right? We can do that. <laughs> I and see I, you. And I think, too, like in addition to that, to know, even though we do get to be like, go tell them on the mountain, we get to be the hope people. We get to be the people who show up and rebuild ancient ruins. Like it says in Isaiah 61, they will be oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And you think about splendor and and what I, what I do not think of when I think of the display of his splendor is somebody being like, listen, God loves you. And you know all these things. And I, that is, it's good for us to know in our heads, but I'm like, Sit in his presence, talk to him, sit in his word and come to him with all of your doubts and insecurities about sharing your story. He knows he sees you anyway, before word is on your tongue, he knows what's going to come out. And so I think this idea of like, and you've talked about this before, but being a recipient of the message yourself, sit with him, talk with him, be with him, be like a kid, crawl up on his lap. I mean, just be like, oh, I'm so frustrated. God, help me with (laughs) knowing how to share this story. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think too, to also know that each one of us, even people who don't know or like are saying, you know, I believe in God personally, they are still made in God's image. And so mm-hmm. I like this idea that we're image bearers, anything good in us comes from him. And, mm-hmm. and that goes for people who are like saying, yeah, I'm team Jesus, whatever, like I'm in, in this. And for people who don't, they're still made in God's image. And I think um, the idea that it's not necessarily all up to us to change somebody's heart. We're not the people who change hearts. That's the spirit. And so, but we get to show up and just, so the pressure's off. Mm 
We, you know, I think that's helpful to remember too. It's like the mm-hmm. pressure's off, but we get to be light bearers and image bearers and sit with him and know that we're loved and then be conduits of his love and, and mm-hmm. this justice work that he calls us to be about and showing up and loving our neighbors. Like we, that, those feel like simple things. Sometimes it feels really big and it's like, oh, maybe just love your neighbor and then talk to, <laughs> talk to God about, about praying for them. And, um, they yeah. may not ever know, you know, yeah. um, you may not ever even have that conversation, but bringing them into the presence mm. of the one who loves them best is a really beautiful thing. Oh, Ellie, I wish that we could just sit here all day because I have learned so much and you are such a delight. Thank you so much for joining us all month in January. What a great way to start our year. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, we just enjoy you. And for those of you listening at home, if you want to find out more about Ellie Holcomb, um, listen to her songs, check out her books. We've got links in the show notes. But thank you so much, Ellie. Thanks so much for having me, Natalie. I've loved being with y'all. On to February. Yes. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.